Hello, and welcome back to the Model Shop Podcast. My name is Fio, and I'll be your host today as we venture into the happiest land of them all, Fantasyland, and experience all of the sights and sounds. Where I left you last time, we were standing in front of the partner statue, reflecting on what Main Street USA's you have in your life. But Mickey and Walt don't have the only statue around here, and I think it would be nice to take a look at some of these characters as we release any leftover tension before we enter the realm of imagination. The first one I see is Minnie Mouse, who is always kind and understanding. She finds joy in the little things like polka dots and bows. Take a deep breath, breathing in Minnie's positivity, and breathing out any pessimism. Next up is Mickey Mouse's loyal companion, Pluto. Pluto is a fun-loving little dog, and he always makes the gang's adventures more enjoyable. Breathe in Pluto's knack for making things more fun, and breathe out any maturity you feel like you have to have. I also see Goofy smiling as big as ever. Goofy makes a lot of mistakes, but that doesn't stop him from always trying new things and giving it his best shot. Breathe in Goofy's determination, and breathe out any self-doubt. The last member of Mickey's group of friends is, of course, the one and only Donald Duck. Sometimes Donald's emotions get the best of him, but he always calms down in the end. Breathe in Donald's happy moments, and breathe out his angry ones. Now that we're filled with positivity, fun, determination, and happiness, it's time to start exploring Fantasyland. First, we'll pass through Sleeping Beauty's majestic castle. You can go in any way that you like, with whoever you want beside you. Notice the beautiful flags and golden crest on the exterior, whether you're walking through calmly and peacefully, or running through with your best friends. Your first look into Fantasyland brings you inexplicable comfort. This small European village is home to many wonderful experiences, memories, joys, and dreams come true. There are very few crowds here today, so there's no rush to jump on any attractions. Instead, let's take a look in this little Christmas shop off to the right. It's a cozy little bungalow that is decorated for Christmas year-round. No matter what month it is, there is garland and twinkling lights covering every surface, and so many beautiful ornaments showcasing the most beloved Disney characters. Each one brings up different memories for everyone, including the family you see browsing the shop right now. From what I understand, each member of the family has been allowed to pick out one ornament to take home with them. The little boy has made a beeline for an ornament featuring Moana with a beautiful spiral of water, and the little girl has excitedly picked up a Winnie the Pooh ornament. One of the adults chose the facade of It's a Small World, and the other seems to be having a bit of trouble deciding between Cinderella or the Tiki Room. I'm sure they'll decide soon, but for now, we're going to make our way out of the Christmas shop and into the rest of Fantasyland. Across from us is the Bippity Boppity Boutique with its pink wall and magical-looking clock in front of it. We might not be buying one of the many adorable princess dresses they sell or receiving a royal makeover today, but we can still get some love from a fairy godmother in training. All we have to do is ask, and some real-life pixie dust will come tumbling out of her wand and right onto our head. It feels like a warm hug welcoming us to the world of fantasy. As we make our way farther into the village, there is so much to look at. 
Peter Pan's flight with its beautiful exterior, complete with a clock tower rising high above the rest of the small village houses. I can practically hear Peter welcoming you to your journey with a very enthusiastic, Here we go! I'm sure you know that this attraction usually gets a bit busy, but right now there are very few people on it, so we don't have to rush to scramble on a pirate ship. Neverland will be waiting for us once we finish up with this walk around Fantasyland. The exterior of this building has many windows and vibrant pops of color that so few people ever truly look at in a rush to join the line. There's even a weather vane shaped like a pirate ship and a lantern in which you can see Tinkerbell. Across from Peter Pan is an attraction that tells the tale of another classic Disney character, Snow White. The whole building looks like it's made of weathered grey stone, and there are beautiful arches and staircases winding all around it. Through one of the stained glass windows, you can see the evil queen sometimes. Before we admire the rest of the dark rides, let's pause for a moment in front of the incredibly beautiful King Arthur Carousel, which announces itself in a curly purple script on top of the light blue tent that covers it. The sword in the stone sits in front of the carousel, daring any brave knights to try their hand at freeing it. Each of the horses on the carousel are a work of art in their own right. Let's take a moment to admire some of these beautiful horses and their adorable riders. This one is wearing a yellow saddle with blue adornments, and its rider is a bright-eyed young girl wearing a pair of pink and purple Mickey ears. She has spent the entirety of the ride looking not out at the rest of Fantasyland, but at the murals covering the inside of the carousel. There are a couple of empty horses now. One with a pink and purple saddle, one with orange and red touches, and one, a very famous one, with bells covering most of its body and a crest commemorating Julie Andrews, better known to Disney fans as the one and only Mary Poppins. The last horse we'll watch for now has yellow and tan adornments and no bridle. A little boy is sitting on it and waving to everyone watching the carousel. Every time a new song starts, he practically jumps out of his seat with excitement as he whispers to his dad what the song is. On one side of the carousel is Pinocchio's daring journey. He has an adorable bungalow of the theater with red accents and a wooden sculpture, likely made by his father, on top, keeping the whale weather vane company. Walking back in front of the gold-rimmed carousel and to the other side, you can see Mr. Toad's wild ride, with the classic red and black car out in front of the English Manor. As you keep walking, you quickly approach a purple fence, housing Disneyland's very own, very magical circus, Dumbo the Flying Elephant. The grey elephants are each decked out in a different bright color, from orange to purple to pink to yellow to blue. Everyone currently riding this attraction has an expression of pure bliss on their faces, from toddlers and parents to teenagers, grandparents, and adults without a child in sight. The middle of the attraction, which all of the Dumbos are rotating, is truly breathtaking. The golden rods and gears, in combination with the pastel blues and pinks, make a pattern that feels like a visual hug. A rainbow balloon is perched on top, with Timothy Q. Mouse always overseeing your journey. Peeking out from the left side of a Dumbo is a miniature majestic castle that belongs to the Storybookland canal boats. Let's head over to the other iconic element of this attraction, the giant 
but apparently friendly whale, Monstro, who eats boat after boat after boat of explorers who long to see the intricate miniature versions of their favorite fairy tales come to life. Hedges and bright flowers surround Monstro, and a boat is passing through him right now. The Casey Jr. Circus train, with all of its color and golden accents, passes by as well, and waves are exchanged between the passengers. As you keep walking, the hedges spelling out Storybook Land lead you to the red and white striped lighthouse. Across the path, the teacups are whirring and whizzing around. Whether you prefer to be taking this journey through Fantasyland at night, with the glow of the lanterns all around, or in the daytime, with the bright colors of the teacups on full display, it is certainly a beautiful spectacle. At night, the lanterns above the attraction and in the beautiful tree beside it light up an array of dazzling colors, while in the daytime you can clearly see all of the adorable details in this area, tiny doors and butterfly wings, and of course, the painting of the teacups themselves. The colors are more vibrant than anything else in the world. Purple that gets lighter in shade as you reach the bottom of the cup. Pink and gold with hearts. Mint green and gold adorned with clovers. And red and white with rose designs. And all the while, you can hear the fearsome noises coming from the Matterhorn Mountain. As you turn to get a better look, the Cheshire Cat gives you a big grin, startling you until you laugh. Despite all of the howling winds and yeti growls coming from the Matterhorn, a peaceful waterfall still cascades down the outside of the attraction. By the time you've walked the other way towards its small world, all you will remember is the beauty of the snow-capped peaks and the peaceful waterfall, and a strong desire to experience the adventure that must be happening to all of those who go down the Matterhorn screaming. But even that will fade away as you hear the telltale notes of the most comforting, most Disneyland song ever, the anthem of It's a Small World. The clock tower looks almost too beautiful to exist in reality, with silver, gold, and white combining perfectly. How could anything appear so flawless? This is one of the best places in all of Disneyland to take a small break to appreciate what you have done and seen so far. So let's take a seat and reflect on our experiences in Fantasyland today. After that, it will be up to you which attraction we go on first. Fantasyland is one of the most iconic lands in Disneyland because it allows grown-ups to grow down for a bit. It asks the question, why not, instead of how. It removes skepticism and replaces it with joy and childlike wonder. If we could bring a little bit of the feeling of Fantasyland into the rest of our lives, I think we'd all be happier for it. I hope you've enjoyed exploring Fantasyland with me, and I'll leave you with the opening day dedication for this land. These words were spoken by Walt Disney on the first day that anyone ever experienced this land. Here is the world of imagination, hopes, and dreams. In this timeless land of enchantment, the age of chivalry, magic, and make-believe are reborn and fairy tales come true. Fantasyland is dedicated to the young and young at heart, to those who believe that when you wish upon a star, your dreams come true.